0: Hey Brew Roots listeners, we are here in amazing Henneker, New Hampshire, and you might be saying on a phone, we already heard an episode with Henneker Brewing Company. But wait. There's more. <laughs> uh, this episode's actually really cool. Um, we're excited for this one because last weekend or two weekends ago, we were in Connecticut celebrating Connecticut beer at their Connecticut Brewers Festival. Yeah, and, and
1: before that, we talked to Phil. Phil.
0: Yeah. Uh, Phil, who is your counterpart, I guess, right? Like, <laughs> um, and we're going to get into that, all that stuff, but... Yeah. Um, I like that episode a lot because we, A, talked about all the great beer that's in Connecticut. And it's easy for somebody who's like the spokesperson, for lack of a better term, of the yes. beer to be like, yeah, Connecticut beer <laughs> fucking rules.
1: It's the best. Um,
0: <laughs> the state that we're talking about, obviously, we're in Hennecker, New Hampshire. So no surprise, we're talking about... New Hampshire beer. New Hampshire beer. Um, I think Ryan, Erica, myself have been saying for a while that New Hampshire is a underrepresented state. And that's I know right. we said that for Connecticut, too, but we are more here in the Connecticut area, I mean, the New Hampshire area to see, you know, all the great beer that's coming out of this state. Yeah. Um, And it is underrepresented. Yeah. That sucks because uh, there's a lot of good beer coming out of here. Um, But we're here with with CJ. Hello. Hey, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you?
0: (laughs) CJ, remind us of your role, because I know that is it executive yeah, yeah some
2: of the states we have different titles yeah um so i'm the executive director okay
0: executive director yeah. i just didn't want to be like you know see i don't know <laughs> like, yeah, yeah
2: supreme officer yeah yeah, yeah. president of all
0: <laughs> my understanding of that role is not just like a granular like role there's a lot of things you do so we're going to get into that but uh we always start a podcast just by asking our guests like what did you drink this weekend so like what did you drink what
2: did I drink this weekend? I went to a New Hampshire brewery and what? I drank some Schwartz beer. Ooh,
0: mm-hmm. delicious! There delicious.
2: might be one in the cooler over there.
0: Ooh, oh, okay. We'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, you can't list everything I drank this weekend because we, we, oh, yeah, we drank a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we drank a lot. So many delicious beers. Yeah. Yep. It was good. I had my tie off. I had a my tie at my house. That's on Sunday. That's Ooh. that was the extent of That's my. That's fun. It was great. I don't know. I've been into my ties lately. I need tiki glasses. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I have tiki a good drinks. friend who collects them. Oh, really? Yep. He's yeah. got a
2: whole like glass case filled with tiki glasses.
0: All right. Well, we're going to have to talk about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll
2: give you his number. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. what you drink? Yeah, just Same all thing. the beer. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: we went to this thing, can I get beer fest? Because these things are timed differently. So yeah. we just drank a ton of beer at that fest.
0: Yeah. I tried great. to run five miles after that, and it yeah, didn't cool. know, I threw a lot up.
1: Any cool. uh, standouts from the fest you, you remember?
0: Um, Yeah, it's going to sound like a cop-out, but like alvarium. I know I've posted <laughs> a lot about alvarium. I was going to say uh, something.
1: They had such a great uh, that breakfast. That sour, sour breakfast, sour, yeah. That it was insane. It was literally like maple sausage breakfast, but in a sour. And it actually was enjoyable. It worked. I know. Ryan's huh. face is what I thought. My yeah, reaction no, is gonna yeah. be, but yep. nope that that was great actually. It was really good.
0: Yeah, and you know like for a brewery to do those like hypey quote 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 hype, hypey so things, well. they do them well. Yeah. And
1: like it's like all right, yeah, kudos. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. All right, cool.
0: Yeah, exactly. Ryan, what did you drink? Uh, I had nothing at home this weekend. Nothing at home. No, but Friday wow. I did go to Wim. Oh, cool! Oh, um, I haven't been there in a while. Yeah, I had some beers over there. I had a little lunch. It was good. A little lunchy Yeah, yeah, a little lunchy poo. Oh. Yes. Yeah. I am excited though. Uh, nicer weather coming out, and like we're gonna get a lot of those like patio um, times. patio times, and we're gonna get um, what's it called? Like a secret cod. Food trucks, food trucks, yeah, food trucks. I don't know why I'm gonna think that. <laughs> that's a difficult one. Food trucks, yeah, I'm excited. The uh, trucks
2: that it, have food, yeah, yes, yeah, you know those things. That four wheels and food, yeah, you know. Yeah. He, he would have
0: gotten there eventually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, excited for that. It's just like spring's such a great season for beer. Um, Indeed. Not as good as fall, in my opinion. But wow, it's cool. Ooh, yeah. Bold statement. Oh, come on, the fall beers are so good. Uh, that's <laughs> that's my opinion. He's,
2: he's like going for fest beer. Yeah, yes.
0: Yes. Yes. yeah, I yeah.
2: Know.
0: All right, so CJ. CJ. Your role, executive director, um, you drink a lot of beer in the state, I'm sure. I do, and um, out of state, and everything. And out of state, yes. yeah. <laughs> yes. um, but how does someone get involved in this position? Like, how did, how did you fall into this position?
2: Well, my story was interesting because I worked in two different nonprofit areas before I came here, and then before that, I actually worked in the outdoor recreation okay. spot. So I was a product uh, manager for a local outdoor retailer. And I basically designed outerwear and apparel and all kinds of fun stuff that you use to do adventures outside. And most of those things would end with a beer. Oh, yeah. Um, So I took about a year and a half off and I traveled after I left that job. And what I noticed was that I was stopping at a brewery every state. It was like the place to go. Um, And it was just a familiar place that you could walk into, have great conversations with people. And I was like, hmm. This is pretty similar to the outdoor space, the sector as far as the people, the culture, that kind of thing. And when I started with the NHBA, I was approached as they did not have an executive director at that time.
0: An yeah. NHBA for our listeners who don't know, New Hampshire Brewers Association. Yeah, so it's not a guild.
2: No, it's not a guild. And
0: we, <laughs> I just want to make sure, like, yeah, we'll, we were the yeah. Granite
2: State Brewers Association okay. a few years ago, and then we decided not everybody knows what the Granite State is. Yeah, but you should but the old man fell. So uh, rip, yeah. rip, rip, rip. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we swapped it over to New Hampshire. Um, and so when I started, that was one of the first things I said, you know, how do we raise awareness of our brand as what we do, the mission of what we do. And uh, when I was interviewed, it was, they didn't have an executive director. And I was basically asked, hey, do you want to give us a shot? Like just start part time and <laughs> we might pay you in beer or yeah. it could work out. Yeah. yeah, right. And so I said, Sure, why not? Did you find
1: the job in like the hire section in a newspaper, or no? How did I even come to you, Erica?
0: What year is it? Ninety-eight. Right? I had the the morning newspaper out, and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Times, if you will.
2: (laughs) Um, I was actually approached by one of the brewery owners um, at the time, and he was one of my friends. And he sat me down, and he's like, "Hey, I know you're not in the industry, but you know a lot about beer. You're an experienced person. You work for nonprofits." You're pretty personable, and everybody likes you. I was like, I'm a people person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so he sat me down. And he said, "Hey, would you be interested in this job and whatnot?" And so we finally get to the end of the conversation. He's like, "That was kind of your interview." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh cool. <laughs> you nailed it." <laughs> so my follow up interview, I was actually at a brewery in Toronto, Canada. Oh, cool. When I got the phone call, and I was like, "Uh, sure, oh, okay, let's have a conversation about beer." And that was actually one of our former vice presidents of the board who was at Smutty Nose and he was wonderful. But yeah. yeah. And so awesome. after that, I kind of took the leap and went, all right, I'm going to try this. And I haven't left yet.
0: <laughs> how many years have you been in the role? I
2: started in 2016.
0: All right. So 2016, cool. how many breweries were in New Hampshire when you started?
2: Well, there were 36. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. that's cute. And now we're over a hundred. That's awesome. Yay. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> that's really cool.
0: Um, 36 breweries so yeah. you had like the big ones you had red hook was probably still <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. yeah. And we had red hooks mighty uh, nose, nose yep.
2: stone face henniker a 603 yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah even 603 was small yeah uh, now like it was throwback. Not there. yeah throwback yeah.
2: had just started at that point and then Schilling yeah. had just bas- basically taken off at that point too
0: yeah, yeah. um so you've seen the industry grow yeah. exponentially obviously the industry as a whole all 50 states worldwide but new hampshire especially um A lot of times we hear New Hampshire being that in between state between either Maine and... and, Oh, no. Like,
2: Phil thought he had it. Like, I don't know. We're we're like, we have... I'm just New Hampshire and I'm just like the big hug. So I look at it, it's like Vermont, Maine, and Massachusetts is like, hug it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just get a big hug here. Yeah. Come visit New Hampshire.
0: (laughs) When, I mean, why is New Hampshire not getting like, like the... the reputation it deserves right now. I mean,
2: well, there's there's a couple of factors. I think is that our state has a lot of small, really small. I'm talking like under twenty barrel breweries. Yeah, yeah outdoor so, sales.
0: Let's talk. Yeah, one of yeah. the smallest ones.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, and so that puts us in this position of yeah, there's several of us, but a lot of us don't have the recognition. Um, out there yet because they were so small Yeah. Um, but the other factor is that some of our laws as of even five years ago were that you couldn't go to a tasting room and sit down and have a pint wow even yeah. five years ago yeah so if you were to walk in here like five years ago you could only get a Teaster. flight of beer yeah. oh wow and it was one per handle per style it was like <laughs> oh geez. here's your four ounces here's your ration. yeah <laughs> your rations <laughs> but it was also oh, interesting because you didn't have to charge for them at that point and so it was like, how yeah. were you going to make money? Is either you kind of had to go into distribution, right. or you had to already be canning and then sell to go? Was was that? And it for smaller breweries, that's not really conducive not right, when you're out of the gate. So, yeah.
0: so fighting for those on Capitol Hill, right? And they, oh yeah. Um, that's tough, right? Like, I mean, you don't have any like legal background. So like advocating no. and, and a lot of these brews, I know you work with lobbyists and everything of that nature. Yep, we but- have
2: a lobbyist. Um, and then I'm the person that usually represents all of the industry when I go and testify at the state house. And then we also testify at the Capitol. And so we have conversations down there. We're headed down there. Actually, all the guilds will head down there at the end of June this year um, to fight for a bunch of different federal things. But yeah.
0: Do you think um, the laws were, you know, quote unquote, antiquated just because of like alcohol being like a, a taboo subject or are they just old the, rules that nobody yeah, or like did nobody want to the, fix them?
2: That's one thing we're known for is even like distribution to the state. It was kind of like everyone's like, these laws are ridiculous. And that that was the reputation New Hampshire got, unfortunately, was that. Oh, I'm not even going to send the beer. So we never really like emerged as a craft beer state Yeah, and not just for, like with the breweries in the state, but we didn't have a lot of craft beer that was coming into the state. So it couldn't really grow the segment. It just didn't bring it's drink craft. Right. It right.
0: seems like it's still like that to a certain extent though. I mean, when I go to, I, I live right over the border. So it's sometimes yeah. my closest liquor store, Packy. I know it's not a liquor store. In here. I mean, it is liquor <laughs> store, but I mean, you can't get beer there, but um, there's not a ton of Massachusetts breweries there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are like, well, that's because New Hampshire cares only about New Hampshire. That's not the case. No. I mean, yes, it is like to a certain extent, but.
2: I'm going to say I care. Yes, of course, of course. But I mean, we just had an instance where one of a brewery from out of state came into the state and everyone kind of scratched their head and said, how is that possible? Because they're self-destroying to our state. And I was like, well, they found they figured out the law does say that you can do that. It's just that brewery has to take that onus on themselves to do that. So yeah. they have to build in that infrastructure for themselves and have the bandwidth to do it. And. That is a hassle, though. Self-distributing to a whole other state that you're yeah. even re- in. in physically, yeah. right? Yeah. So
0: you almost have to yeah. have your own. And rep you have there. to do this yeah. weird
2: thing where you have to notify the state 48 hours in advance of you coming into the state. <laughs> that- oh, hey, I'm going to bring beer there Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah, it's like a federal offense, right? To like, <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> right, right. <laughs> wow. Um, All right. So, I mean, we're at over 100 breweries right now. Um, did you see a slowdown with COVID? With like growth of breweries or
2: not really i mean actually 2020 definitely there was a a lag but it was more no one could physically open yeah um we had one brewery that actually their grand opening was planned for march 16th we had a few of those yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it was like the big oh sorry um but since then he's he's open he's doing great he's actually looking at a second location right now um and This year, we've seen kind of like the tail end of 2021, we saw an uptick in breweries and planning. And right now we're working with about a dozen that are in planning right now, so.
0: Now you mentioned you're working with these breweries. So New Hampshire and Massachusetts and Connecticut, so who we talk to, they all say, we're working with these breweries. What does that actually mean?
2: So I do anything from, I answer questions about what license type should I get? How do I apply for it? Where do I get financing? Who should I get for brewing equipment? What size brew house should I get? I need to treat wastewater like.
0: And you ha- don't, and you never worked in the industry. No, that's amazing. That's so cool. Like you know all this stuff though. Yeah. Like you learned it. it yeah, it's yeah. a
2: double edged sword because sometimes you're like, you could Google it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But, right. But you don't want to say that because <laughs> yeah. they are yeah. members, and you want to be as helpful as possible. But it's definitely I've noticed that sometimes I will start talking, and I'm like. I, you should know more than you. Yeah, yeah, right. You I should, I should know be answering more, this question. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, but in in any, any given day, I, it ranges from like, hey, I don't understand. My label didn't get approved. Why didn't it get approved? To talking about the law, to then talking about, okay, what event are you doing? This is how you use hashtag. This is how you use. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like right, Like all right. of those things for social media. And then Then it starts like I have to plan major events. So it's also trying to get the breweries involved in that and understanding, like, here's why we do these major events. It's because we work for you and we want to promote you. But we also have to have a livelihood to do that. So
0: Um, when do you sleep?
2: Uh, Occasionally, every three hours throughout the night, I wake up and I'll be like, oh, I need to do this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. You are answering all of these questions. Uh huh. You are representing the state in local legislation, and then ca- and
2: federal, yeah, federal,
0: yep. right? Um, it's one person.
2: One person, and yep.
0: it's one person in Connecticut, and it's one person in Massachusetts, Maine. It's two people, or is it one?
2: It, it's just one. It's right one now. in Maine. It was yeah, yep. it was two, yeah. Yeah, um, we would have been two, but yeah. I was supposed to hire my second person uh, March twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, oh, didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Definitely had that conversation though. It was it. It was one of those hard conversations to have when that first hit as a, you know, a guild, we call ourselves guildies, yep. um, is I was in the position of, do, I'm the biggest expense to this association, so do I step back and, and they you're all a full-time look, time
0: position, right? Right, like, yeah. and my
2: board looked at me like, if you leave, we are
0: screwed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> We're done. <yeah. laughs>
2: and so that, that's exactly what happened. Like, we advocated to make it so that the brews could stay open, so.
0: Yep. All right, so at this present moment, I want to talk about who's on the board. Mm -hmm. But we have to get a word from our sponsors. So take it away, Sound Guy Ryan.
1: Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts?
0: Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you, whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers. Cheers!
1: A local homebrew shop beer and wine hobby you can get everything you need to make beer wine cider cheese and more not sure where to start they have knowledgeable staff there to help beer and wine hobby is family owned and located in danvers massachusetts visit their website beer-wine.com and use our promo code BRUITS for 10 percent off your online order today
0: shirts on tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers each month shirts on tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design we've been teamed up with shirts on tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners to get your first shirt for five dollars off go to the link in our description below and use the promo code and remember drink better beer wear better shirts All right. So this present time, this is, uh, you know, April 2022. Uh, who is on the board?
2: So our board president right now is Kirsten from Tuckerman. Cool. Um, and then our vice president is Jen, and she is from One Love. I don't know if you know them. They're in Lincoln. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and then our... I gave her a new title because I, I was like, I don't really like secretary. So yeah. I was like, you're an executive administrator. Yes. Ooh, I like that she time. was like, yeah. ooh, I'm fancy yeah. now. And that is, <laughs> that's actually Erica from Post and Beam. And then our treasurer is actually Dave from Twin Barns. Awesome. Uh,
0: amazing that you have a majority of women on the board. Yeah. I think that's so really
2: this cool. is, um, and then we have five, o- five other seats and that includes Smutty Nose, um, which is Judy, and then Steve from Elm City. Yep, And then we have Andy Day from Daydreaming. And then Bob from Wim. Okay. Yep. yeah, yep. Um, so Bob's great. And then we also have Jason from Vulgar. So yeah. we had almost a more than half of the board turned over this year, so yep. it's definitely oh, wow. an, an interesting turn because one, we gained a lot more women on the board. Um, but we also gain, we we completely shifted gears as most of those breweries are under 500 barrels. Yeah, it was just yeah. so say, it's yeah. like they're all kind of smaller breweries at that point. Um, granted, Tuckerman's one of the bigger ones, but it still it gives a different perspective. And what I've noticed is they're very engaging and they want to help as much as possible. So it's great to see smaller breweries take a bigger stance in having an impact on their community.
0: Well, I think the smaller breweries are the ones who have the most to lose, right? Like, yeah. like Six O Three has already figured out the game. They're in every friggin' market basket in in the state. Smutty knows they're distributed in all of New England. So, like those ones, they don't have to figure out how to get distribution. They like, yeah. have to you know fight for shelf space. But like, you know, we we talk about like Sars Brewery, right? Like. That guy's not represent. He's got to be represented, you know. Too like.
2: That was one of the conversations I actually had with uh, Woodmans the other day. We had our first quarter meeting of the year, and yep. it was the largest gathering we've had of members ever for the association. Awesome. So it was so awesome to see because there was over eighty members there. Wow. And I remember when I first started, I went to my first meeting. and got it. I was like super excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna have all these members show up. And thirteen people showed up. I went. Oh, this sucks. And I felt yeah. terrible because it was at Woodstock Brewery and they had put out like this lavish display of food. And I was like, uh, I guess I'm going to be really hungry for the next yeah. week.
0: Now um, you know what it's like to be in a band. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
2: Uh, so, yeah, just to see the growth of it as a whole has been really awesome to you. So how do you grow it? Um, What's interesting is when I first started, it was, I would go visit breweries and just sit down and be like, Hey, I'm CJ. This is what I do. (laughs) Um, And it, it naturally kind of took its course there. And the last two years, what we've seen is an influx of people actually understanding what we do and actually approaching us about joining. So they're in the early stages of planning and now they're realizing, Oh, I should be part of this so I can learn from. industry but also gain the the backing and so when the i had the conversation with woodmans she pulled me aside and said you know without the association i would be completely in the dark like we're so small that we we would be a blip and how the impact of the association helps us have eyes and ears is amazing so so then what do maybe some of the larger breweries you know get out of that the larger breweries. So we are a unique model because a couple of years ago we joined up with the New Hampshire lodging and restaurant association. So why we did that is that we combined the buying power. So essentially it allowed us to offer workman's comp at a reduced rate and a trust for the brewery. So if you're a larger oh, scale, awesome. you get a reduced rate and then mm-hmm. from music to even like insurance and all these different benefits, we are now able to offer the group. So they get the benefit of that association as well as our association, which also means they get the benefit of having that association because they deal with a lot of the HR and employment laws and all that stuff. So they have somebody at the statehouse advocating for just specifically that avenue. And also it helps that a lot of them are restaurants. So having that in their back pocket as well makes it the The buying power of what they're getting with us is even better. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: The winter months in New Hampshire Mm -hmm. are kind of like a tough one, right? I mean, the summer. What do you mean? It was like
2: 70 last week (laughs) and now it's like 12.
0: (laughs) I'm just talking about travel, right? Yeah. Um, Would you say New Hampshire is still one of those states that's like more busy in the summer?
2: Um, Summer, fall, definitely like foliage season here is a little nutty. Uh, but winter, we do have an, infl- it, it depends on the ski season, sea season yeah, which is always interesting because it was the same thing when I was an outdoor retailer. It was like, I really hope it snows this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the same thing goes. Cause I mean, most of the breweries in the North country get infiltrated even here at Henneker. They, oh, they right
0: at the pace of Pat's peak, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. So, and that's what New Hampshire is known for. That's one of the biggest industries in the state is actually the ski industry. Really? Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hopefully, it's the brewing industry in the next five years. Hey,
2: yeah. we we beat out maple syrup. Oh, no, really? really? Yeah. Wow. Like four times the the economic Jeez. impact of maple syrup. People Congrats. are like, what?
0: Well, uh, you guys have been like the number one drinking state in like the country. Like, Got to be you're, number you're, one you're, at something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seems like when you go to a Henniker, if you go to um, I mean, Schilling's a bad example. If you go to Sars' place, if you go to you know these breweries, um the local representation, like people have their local place that they go to. Why? I mean, Massachusetts, I don't feel like that happens. Like
2: it, it, it's definitely, you'll see it more and more. Like every town has the local brewery. I think the brewery turned into the local bar. Yeah. Um, and in all honesty, that's wonderful for us, um, but it does make it slightly difficult when you try to encourage some breweries to improve their quality of the, yeah. the liquid they're making. Yeah. And you kind of make those suggestions. And then some of the people that are diehard fans of that brewery go to another brewery and they're like, this is Swill. Yeah. And it's like, no. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. I feel like it's just a rural thing. Because
1: honestly, if you go to Western Mass, people, or even where I am, like, and iron, like that, that is the watering hole that area yeah, that's where people yeah. go. But when you go into the city, people yeah, are going nobody has a brewery that, every week.
2: Yeah, nobody yeah has no, that no brand one loyalty. has that brand yeah. loyalty. But I met Team Steve the other day. Oh, nice, yeah <laughs> very cool.
0: Um, I mean, of the hundred plus breweries that are in the state, how many are members of the guild?
2: We have 87.
0: That's a pretty good percentage. Yeah, yeah, so
2: last year was the first year we hit over 80% yeah. of the state. Um there's some that are so small that they don't have a tasting room so they're kind of like eh, we don't know. Yeah. And, yeah. And I get that. Um but there's definitely more benefits than us the the problem I get is we're not just the beer trail. <laughs> yeah. And it and that's when I first started that was like what the association did at that point cuz it was kind of like oh we'll promote you. Kind right. of like the old days of festivals yeah. when everyone's like, oh, come do this festival. It's a big exposure for you. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, you can't have a festival without my beer. I yeah. think that's the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I have right, to pay right. somebody to be there. And yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, yep. Um, perfect segue, the beer trail. Uh, mm-hmm. You are the only app that I use. I do not even use my own states and
2: oh, got me on interesting. it. Interesting. That's really interesting because yeah. my app is, I, I run the whole thing like it's not bad it's not bad it's not (laughs) great like there's so many things that i would like to do it but i i operate the back end of it and i'm like this is what i got right i think it's
0: pretty good it's pretty straightforward yeah Yeah. uh, let's talk about it what is the the new hampshire beer trail
2: so the new hampshire beer trail is a program where you basically visit breweries you collect the stamps or qr codes we still have diehard people that are like no i want the stamp
0: it's a dull pokemon yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, I say yeah, too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and so then at the end, you redeem for prizes and stuff. And so we have stickers and t shirts and hats that we give.
0: You might see our stickers in a box stand too. Yeah.
2: yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned.
0: Um, but that's a good way to encourage people uh, to, visit yeah, to visit other breweries.
2: Yeah, Wanna it definitely, <laughs> so we've, we, I mean, we get a little, I get a little nerdy, I should say. My treasurer and I get nerdy about it is we've tried to kind of equate like, okay, the average person is going to come in and spend like $18 to $24 in your tasting room. Okay. And at least a hundred people finish it a year.
1: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, so you do the math that's, that's and you're like, amount.
2: and granted we, we deem finished as 60. So. But still, that's a no, still a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so when you do the math out, it's kind of like, well, you basically pay for your dues the first month. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's true. But it was that's weird cool. when we first started. It was like, oh, you're just a beer trail.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um,
2: and talk about um, New Hampshire Beer Week. Yeah. Because
1: that's. Just, yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So uh, New Hampshire Beer Week starts April 7th. Yes. And it's every April. It we try to put it.
0: Around part the same of,
2: town? Yeah, well, we always try to do it part of National Beer Day. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so, okay. yeah. okay. So
2: we always kind of look around, like, is that the day we're going to start? But then we also take in consideration Easter because we're like, Ugh, Passover, like, ooh. Yeah. 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 We're. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good point, too. Yeah.
0: yeah so it's a week before. Yeah. Stuff. So
2: it's usually the beginning of April. Um, and we have several events planned around the state. There's still people popping up every day. I'm adding new events. Um, we have, like, the, we're doing a unique event at uh, actually an UNO's this year we're doing fun fun? yeah (laughs) the the UNO one of the UNO's in the state is like very beer nerd geeky like loves everything about beer and he does such a tremendous job um promoting New Hampshire beer yeah so I have to give him credit for that Uh, which one is it it's the one in Tilton
0: oh great oh nice yeah
2: so we're doing something unique where we're kind of trying to get all the members to go because we're doing a fundraiser there so we get part of the proceeds from them we'll go to the NHP And then there's some tastings that are happening during that event too. Um, And then we have smaller beer trails popping up around the state. So there's like the Route 16 beer trail where they're going to do raffle prizes and stuff if you complete the trail. Uh, And then there's a bunch of different beer releases. And it seems that most (laughs) breweries have tend to have anniversaries. They or they'll celebrate their anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Um, So there's probably at least I don't know 10 or 12 anniversary parties going on then too. Just a place to be,
0: yeah. All right, so (laughs) we're going to get into some more stuff that happens with the New Hampshire Brewer Association. But we have to keep the lights on at Brewer. So, sponsor time. We love you, sponsors. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality.
1: Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians.
0: Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Baruch sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. Uh, So what goes on at the festival?
2: So the festival, we have, probably 50 to 60 New Hampshire breweries come down for the festival. It's only New Hampshire beer. Nice. Um, last year, well, I say last year when y'all know what that means. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. The last Last time this happened. (laughs) happened. Um, we actually did uh, a hop nosing as part of the (laughs) festival. And then what we did is we had special beers that went along with that. So you could basically walk over and be like, this is this hop, go taste it. It's in that beer. Oh, that's really cool. Um, So we try to
0: Some education portion of it.
2: Right. And that's based on the mission that I try to instill in all the brewers is like we have to do education, not just to the brewers, but also to the consumer, because that's another factor that increases the awareness of New Hampshire beer is if more people in our state are educated on beer then hopefully it'll raise They'd all appreciate it more. And right.
1: Yeah. yeah. I always preach that like yeah. your staff need to be educated on the beer. If they're not, then like, how are they pulling interest, getting interest from people? And yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: There yeah. a lot of times your front of house staff is the face of your brand. brand. You know? yeah. We have
2: one yeah. brewery in the state that all of their servers are like Cicerone servers. I think they're that's like, huge. Yeah. It's super yeah.
0: important. Yeah. I think I know a lot of people like don't do poo poo. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? It's better than nothing. Come yeah. On. Like, right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. Mm. Uh, um, and that's a big way to bring in, like, I was going to ask, like, how do you bring in money? Like, you know, how do yeah, you, like, so, you know, to do all this stuff, you don't work for free. No. And, yeah. and
2: <laughs> so that festival is one of our larger ones. And then the conference is the other one that we do. And then we have kind of, we're, we're debating to do another Keep New Hampshire Brewing uh, Beer Trail this year, which was a you special should. IPA release. Um, and so last year we had 27 breweries. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah. So we're looking to do the same thing, kind of the summer timeframe after the festival, yeah. either try to incorporate it as a, the release at the festival and then do that again and then we'll have Pint days again at the end of the year yeah.
1: and how did that work by the way the whole you know keeping at your brewing beer release
2: it worked really well so yeah. it basically they had to release their beer because we were mindful of everyone's production schedule yeah. you can't yeah. be like okay magic switch <laughs> everyone <doing> releases <laughs> at the same <laughs> time time now right um, um, and so, I don't care what your tanks look like. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few that I was like, "Come on, really?" Yeah. Um, but what we had worked with is we got ten different hop varieties, um, and then we arranged for local malt to be used, um, and then we worked with White Lab yeast. And basically, we got all the ingredients to be either discounted or donated, so it wasn't That's at awesome. a loss for yeah. the breweries to do yeah. it. Um, and then we took it one step further, where we added the beer trail, so that you had the chance to win like prizes from all the breweries that right. were involved. So we got big swag bag, sent it out to people. Um, and it basically started in July and went through September. So it gave you time to go around Tons to try. Yeah. That was the other thing is if we yeah. released them all at the same time, you got a week, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have Good luck. Luck. Yeah. all 27. Yeah, yeah. no, but that's huge. I feel like more States should do things like that. Yeah. And one thing that I tried to do different, cause I kind of saw what other States had done and I was mindful of, okay, if this goes out into distribution, you can't all have the same label because you're gonna walk up to that and be like, this is a sea of the (laughs) same can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, So we allowed the breweries to be like, here's the four elements you have to feature on the can, one being the icon logo. And then it was just like, you can do what you
0: want with the rest of it. Yeah, that's perfect. Cool. And then the conference. Yeah, the
2: conference. conference. Um, So that's part of the continuation of the education mission of the association. So that we do 16 educational sessions both technical brewing and then business and kind of like hospitality related.
0: Oh, that's perfect. Because I, I think that is hospitality. We've talked about those other breweries, like, hospitality is missing in a lot of breweries. And
2: that's, and when I go to other conferences, it always seems to be like, here's the business of beer and here's the technical side of beer. Yeah. And I go, but you're missing the hospitality right. part. Right. Um, it's good so, that you
0: got someone in the first time, but how do you get them back in again?
2: Right. Yeah. And so I also do that because ours is open to the general public too. Oh, I try to awesome. make it yeah. so like, if you, if you're a home brewer and you want to come, come. Yeah. But also if you work at a restaurant, and you want to learn more about craft beer, you should come. Yeah. 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 So we try to do things that cross over. And I, I, I sit there and scrutinize <laughs> the agenda for hours to be like, okay, if I'm a person <laughs> and I do this job, are there four tracks that I get to yeah. go to? Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So I feel like, uh, That's cool. yeah, planning a conference is like the worst job ever. Oh, That's, that sounds really so like, fun. Yeah, but, yeah, but Also like,
1: stressful. Like you're just saying like saying like, no, would I go to all four of these? <laughs> like You just, have no idea how stressful <laughs> it was. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm,
2: the I'm, last one we did, Ken Grossman called me at 11 o'clock at night and he's like, Hey CJ, uh, my plane's delayed. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, you're what? going on no, at 9am. No, <laughs> yeah. And I talked to him probably till two or three in the morning to finally get him. He landed in Portland, Maine. We got him in an Uber and he, I had to change the whole itinerary to be like, okay, he's now talking at lunch. Oh Oh my God. God. So he rolls in, gets out of the car and and my friend's like, Hey, that's Ken Grossman. I was like, yeah, we, he needs to talk now. (laughs) now? (laughs) Um, And so he goes in, does it, it, kills it. And he was in the state of New Hampshire for an hour and 43 minutes. Oh my God. I felt terrible. Yeah. And then he got on the flight, go back to California. Oh my oh, God. That is so terrible. <laughs> that Amazing. was a stressful
1: Thanks. moment of like,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, so he's never coming back.
0: You don't get to plan. like You know that the conference is going to happen every year, but what's an event that you would personally would want to have every year, like a new event,
2: a new event. I would love to feature our newer breweries in the state. So I would love to do like freshman class. Um, that would be huge uh this year in particular we have i mean there's a the number of
0: brewers, Yeah. right
2: the number of breweries keeps increasing but even like this year if we did it towards the tail end of this year beginning of next year there's 10 breweries in planning right now that's, that are that's kind a of decent like amount right yeah
0: i think those events are great for people who are home brewers thinking of going pro and like you can literally sit there and be like pick people's brains who did it because we oftentimes tell like the cooler side of a brewery it's like it's it's, it's, it's packed wall to wall (laughs) we have this ipa and it's like yeah we have to like talk to the ttb we have to do all this stuff like it's the less it's hard and oftentimes
1: after so many years of running the business you forget how hard it was to open and what like small things you had to do to get open so it's cool to talk to them then in that moment
0: so believe it or not a lot of our listeners are are drinkers but they're also brewery owners and brewery Mm -hmm. staff um and fans of breweries whatever um how can people find out about the Brewers Association?
2: So you can go to our website, which is nhbrewers.org. Uh, you can also download the app, which is in the app store. It's just New Hampshire Brewers. Yep. Um, and then, of course, we have all the social media. Um, we have a couple different ones. We, ha- we have we NH Beer Trail, and then we have NH Brewers. So you can find us under either of those.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, Yeah. And I would encourage our listeners, if you are going to, you know, Maine or you're going to Vermont, like
2: stop in New Hampshire. Yes. Yeah. Hams take a quick stop. Find <laughs> yeah. a brewery. You can there's have one a full on your pint, way. pint now. You can yes. have a full yeah. pint. <laughs> that was one of the things we changed last year is every brewery can serve a pint now. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know what? We're going to take five more minutes because there's there's one thing that you are fighting for right now yes. in, in the state house. And can we just talk about that? Like. Real quick.
2: Yes. So today, this morning, we actually had a hearing, uh, and it was in regard to we just added last year, we were able to get it so that beverage manufacturers in our state can have a satellite tasting room. And what that essentially means, it's great from the sense of if you're small and you want your manufacturing in one spot, you can open up a tasting room downtown Main Street and be like, woo, look at me, I'm on Main Street, making it. Yeah. Um, but also it for the larger breweries, if they wanted a second location, like if someone's in Northern New Hampshire and they want a Southern location, that's why we did it. But today's hearing was about, um, there was a one little comma in the way that it was written. That if we removed the comma, it would basically strike the fact that you would have to have production on site at that second brewery. Because if you think about the, that oh. someone would have to go through the TTB and yeah. all of that rigmarole to basically yeah. then.
0: Have like yeah. this dumb little pilot system there just for show. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah, right. Yeah, we know the There's game. There's a few of those. Yeah, yes. yeah we know the game. Yeah, 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 Here's yeah. my
2: mash paddle. It's yeah, yeah, a spoon. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's huge. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, And then like real quick, what are some of the big laws? I mean, the pint one that you changed real quick, but what are the other ones that you're working on?
2: Uh, The other ones we're working on right now is we're trying to also improve the label approval process for the state so that it goes much smoother more can come in yeah. um we're also working you guys
0: sneak ones past the goalie sometimes i feel like the oh state, yeah like, I i'm know. like come on really no no yeah, i mean no, i know no, it's no, not no. your fault I know, I, yeah. I've,
2: I've sat in many hour-long conversations and said you did this but then you wouldn't do this one yeah and then i get don't talk about that cj yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: um if you could change one law in new hampshire what would it be one law in New Hampshire. Beer-related. I mean, I'm sure there's all I mean, that, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> well, let me tell you. <laughs> Come on, give it all.
2: Beer-related, it would be that... Actually, what I would like to do is merge the nano license into the beverage manufacturer oh, yeah, license. Yeah. And the reason I would do that is so that it was a tiered structure. So it would make the process seamless. So as you grew, you didn't have to change your license type or the infrastructure yeah. that was involved in that. It was just like a smooth transition. And yeah. that's actually what we tried to do two years ago. And they're like, whoa, that's <laughs> way too much. C- you're, <laughs> you're asking for What are girl. you doing? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. I do that.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I think it's a great idea. I do too. Yeah. Keep
0: going for that. Yeah. Well, CJ, thank you so much for doing this today. Sure, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think what New Hampshire's doing is awesome. I I really think what you're doing is awesome. Yeah, I think what you're doing is awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Now you guys kind of come and do awesome stuff with us. We will. Yeah, we
0: will. will. You need to get some sleep. Three hours a night's not enough. (laughs) Coming from someone who doesn't sleep either, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but we'll try. You know I believe in. We're gonna goes. try. We're gonna try. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so we got a couple episodes coming up in the next couple of weeks that are gonna be super awesome. So we want all our listeners to do that. But more importantly, go check out the New Hampshire Brewer Association. Download them the app. Follow. I know it's another app to download, but like delete Snapchat or Instagram. Yeah. Download, like, delete Snapchat or Instagram. No. Don't delete Instagram. Follow us no. on that. Yeah. But like delete <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. we deleting yeah, TikTok
1: yeah, yeah. yet? No. no. Uh, we got what? so many. We got like
0: 150 followers in two days. I was pretty pumped about that. Whoa. I know. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Algorithms. Algorithms, yeah. Delete yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of those dumb apps that you don't use like a banking one. Money's fake. <laughs>
2: Crypto. Uh, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> NFTs, whatever. Uh, this, this this is not financial advice at all, so Please don't sue us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and uh,
0: yeah, we'll catch you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers.